Hey there, and welcome to the Agency Rockstars podcast. I'm Dana Lindahl, and I'm the founder of LegendaryLeadGen.com, where we help B2B companies become authorities in their industry, set more sales appointments, and convert those appointments into more sales. We also help other agencies sell our patent process on to their own clients. And we truly believe in the value of building and creating relationships, and in that being the main driver of new sales for agencies. So... Stick around to the end of the show. We're going to be revealing how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing agency podcasts on the planet. All right, let's get straight into it. All right, rock stars, welcome back to the show. Uh, Joining me on stage today is yet another rock star. So you know me, you know my voice. My name is Dan. I'm your host for this show. And joining me is uh, Meg, Meg Praisner. Meg, welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks for having me. So listeners, you are hearing the CEO and founder at Hackett Brand Consulting. Uh, and and Meg, tell me a little bit about how you got into the agency world, if you would. Let's start there, then we'll get into what you do. Yeah. So, you know, I actually started my career working at a PR agency out of Chicago, and I did that for a number of years. And then I went brand side um, and I worked for brands uh, for about five years. And worked up from, you know, PR coordinator to director of marketing and oversaw a whole team of brand marketers locally and remotely. And my story actually of how I roundabout came into running my own business is interesting in the fact that I always felt like I wanted to own my own business. I always knew that was a passion of mine. Um, And I'm one of the lucky people who studied public relations in college and then made that my career and and worked my way through marketing like that. And what had happened was I was at a company um, for four years. They moved their offices from Colorado to California, and I opted not to make the move to stay here in Colorado with them. And went to a different company who subsequently, a year later, also moved their offices out of Colorado. Um, But the timing was actually somewhat like of the universe giving me a push because about three months earlier, I had gone on a trip to New Zealand with my husband. And in like one of those profound moments, uh, we had decided to quite literally jump off a bridge and go bungee jumping. Um, and I'm terrified of heights <laughs> and like, so it was a big deal for me. Wow. Um, so we went bungee jumping and, and that moment, you know, after that moment, I just knew, you know, when we go back to the States, like I got to change something up. I have to do something different with my career. I have to follow this passion that I've had. That's been like burning inside of me to really start my own business and just, you know, do it now or, or when, right. Like there's never the right time. Um, so when I had come back, it was about two and a half months later when they had let us know, Hey, we're moving the offices effective, like in two weeks, you know, like you, you'll be out of a job more or less. <laughs> and so for me, I, I, you know, it was not a bad thing. I was so excited. And I actually went home that day and I told my husband, like, Hey, I think I'm going to do this. I'm going to start my own consulting business. And I did, and I named it Hackett Brand Consulting, which is actually um, from the New Zealand company that runs that bungee jumping um, oh, nice. company over there. And so really that's how I got started. And then I've been doing it for three years or so since. Right. So jump off a bridge and start your company. There you yeah, go, everybody. Exactly. <laughs> You're thinking about it, do it, right? Um, 
So Meg, I'm really curious. So I've got this whole list of questions and we'll get into that, but I'm really curious and to know your perspective, you personally, um, you talked about being in PR at first, then you moved into brand, then you became a director of marketing. So what, like in 2021, we're an Uber connected world, multimedia messaging, you know, the, the people have the power. It used to be your PR firm had the power. They'd tell people what to believe and whether they believe it or not, like, you know, is maybe up for debate, but they held the power. Now it seems like I hear again and again that the people have the power. What does PR and brand and marketing look like today? Are they all kind of the same thing? Do they have a hierarchy? What does that look like for, for Hackett, especially, and for you? Yeah, for for my my perspective is that brand is really the underlying connective thread across all arms of marketing. Um, and what I mean by that is that branding is so much more than a logo and so much more than just, you know, like a the color scheme you choose, it's really embedded into your mission, your vision, the people you hire, your values, and answers that question of, you know, why are we doing what we're doing? Mm -hmm. Um, And when you are, when you have a really solid foundation of understanding that brand, it helps you make business decisions easier. It helps you make marketing decisions easier. And then you can look at how do we bring this brand to life through marketing. Um, So if it's a person, you know, the person is the brand and the microphone becomes the marketing mechanism to kind of like yell it to the masses. Mm. So then, you know, for me, that means, you know, choosing the right marketing outlets, whether that's public relations or social media or paid advertising or content marketing is really driven by that, like why of how you want to show up the business needs, of course, and then, you know, then marketing just aligns with both of those elements and they really work together um, in a manner of brand business and marketing. Cool. That's a great perspective. Thanks for sharing that. So, so Meg, how you, you start, you jump off the bridge, you start your company, everything's roses, right? How, how over the last few years have you scaled and grown uh, Hackett Consulting then to be what it is today? Yeah. So, Really, when we set out um, to start Hackett Brand Consulting, we had made a conscious decision to be 100% remote and 100% contractor based. And so this was pre-COVID, pre-quarantine and all of that. So really, we were set up well like when that all happened. But the decision was rooted more in that I wanted to work with the best contractors possible to bring the expert resources to our clients. Mm. And in doing that, really... um, I I felt like I could resource from referrals all over the country. I wasn't bound to having people come into a traditional brick and mortar office where they have to come and sit in front of a desk from nine to five. And it allows people the flexibility to really own their own schedules. So from a team perspective, we really focused on building out with um, experts that we can really refine and choose and select for each client. So if we have a social media client or public relations client, we're not trying to fit a PR person into a social media role. And then, you know, on the client side and how we've grown has been a lot of like really focused efforts. So um, to be completely candid at the beginning, we bounced around a lot of like who we want to serve, what it is that we want to do. Is it public relations? Is it influencer marketing? What's our niche, if you will? Um, And where we've landed is for us is that we really want to work with brands that are purpose driven, that are driving towards a larger mission or vision. And that could be anything from giving back to advancing medical innovation to really just something that empowers a larger audience. And once we decided to really own that 
um, and lean into that and say, this is the niche that we want to go after. These are the partners we want to work with. We were really able to start to scale and grow the business that way. It comes back to that brand side of things. Knowing your mission helps fuel who you want to work with. Yeah, exactly. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so speaking of the clients you serve and, and those those awesome things that are going on, uh, I'd love to have a, a rock star moment and hear your greatest hits. Um, <laughs> I love I love really bad puns and stuff. Sorry. Yeah, not, <laughs> no sorry, not sorry. Um, let's talk a little bit about your favorite story that highlights a specific way that you've been able to serve those clients that you work with. Yeah. So I think for me, really, I love the projects where it lives at a cross section of public relations, social media, content, branding, and all of those pieces come to life uh, in kind of like an aha moment for clients. Um, A lot of times when people are looking for a new agency, it's either because they're new to digital marketing or maybe they're in need of a refreshed agency or there's something that's sparking a change, right? Um, But I find that sometimes there's a hesitancy about it too. Like, are we choosing the right path with PR and social media? Should we be putting our money towards paid, et cetera? And for me, that kind of rock star moment is when we're able to kind of transcend that initial onboarding, do public relations, social media, and the client comes back to you and says they have a huge business win as an out as an output of the marketing efforts. Um, and so a lot of times that's anecdotal, right? Um, we work with a property company here in Denver that manages a site um, that has like 30 local businesses, restaurants, nail salons, hair salons, that type of thing. And um, when we first started with them, they were like, yeah, we're just about growth. But what's happened is because of, you know, when COVID hit, because of the growth that we were able to get, we were able to keep people coming to their businesses and keep driving awareness. And the amount of awareness, like they've had sold out drive-through movies and um, that they set up because of COVID, they've had just a lot of successes of people, new people coming to their particular property or restaurants because of that awareness. And it really started grounded on a brand vision and then built its way through social media efforts too. Mm. And it's nice to hear a win during the pandemic when unfortunately, you know, so many businesses weren't able to survive. The fact that you were able to use branding to do good in the world, like that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And and branding, you know, I I we do brand strategy. Everything that we do, um, it, we start with strategy. So um, marketing strategy, in fact, we require it of the clients we start that we onboard. We don't ever just get started and run with public relations. We take the time to really bring them on, get to know them. Um, it's quite a heavy lift in like the first month or so. And so I love that they bear with us, but it allows us to really like nail their message get how they want to come across to clients um, and, and show up. And that I feel like that due diligence does wonders for like getting in front of the right audiences through marketing. And it's amazing how quickly people and audiences catch on. We'll, we'll do brand strategy work with people who implement it. And, and just weeks later, not even months, but like weeks later, people are noticing the color scheme and catching on and using that in replies on social media or commenting on it. And there's no better feeling than to have that kind of end user brought into the experience. Yeah. And bringing the power to the people in that way, right? Yeah. Let, let the evangelists promote your brand, not just you. So yeah. Yeah. That's cool. 
Um, so you talked a little bit about uh, kind of who, you know, you might make the comment, the, the property uh, business there, the property management that, that has that as somebody you work with, who else do you really love to work with and connect with out there in the world? Yeah. So for us, we work across industry, which I find is fantastic because we get to kind of pull learnings from B2B companies and B2C companies. We work with local one-off retailers all the way up to like Fortune 100 companies. Um, But what is the connective thread of our business really comes back to that purpose and that mission and working with those people that uh, have a bigger story to tell or a bigger impact, um, what we call an impact on the world. So every single partner that we work with, um, we choose to work with people who, you know, if they're, they give back, sometimes they do volunteer activities through their organizations, or they'll hold uh, donation drives on social media, um, and do what they can from their place in the world. Um, but we also work with organizations. It's not all about giving back to right. Um, some of the people we work with are, are really founded in um, driving even bigger impacts. So one of our um, clients is really focused on uh, making medical innovation accessible to everybody. Um, so I think, you know, profoundly changing the way that we approach healthcare and the future of healthcare, um, and the way we think about healthcare, um, which was, uh, for me, deeply impactful during COVID when we're marketing and there's so not only so much I can do from my place in the world, but here are people, doctors and scientists that we're working with who are really making a bigger impact. Um, and I feel like that connection is something our agency is founded on. You know, we give back locally and, and, and really are supportive of different organizations. But what that does is has everybody working towards a larger goal. Um, mm-hmm. It's not just about selling X, Y, and Z number of products that month. It's towards a bigger purpose that you can rally the people behind. Mm-hmm. And when you talk about power to the people, you know, it really gives the power of people something to believe in that's real and tangible. And and that's kind of the connective thread. So it's not like we work with just restaurants or just B2B clients, but rather that like power of impact and and purpose. Man, Maggie, you sound like, like if you're, if you're the rock star here, you sound like Bono or something. Like you guys are, (laughs) you guys are you too. This is amazing. Um, I I love the impact that you're having and that's so cool. What, what about uh, for some of those clients that you're working with, what are the pain points that they're seeing right now? uh, Especially in 2021, but just moving forward, what are the pain points that you're that you're helping solve right now? Yeah, so uh, marketing's cha- ever changing, right? Um, and if 2020 taught us anything, it's like that. That's even more more true, and you got to roll with the punches. <laughs> and yeah. So there's a lot of questions. I think um, one of the biggest focus that we help people, or biggest questions we help people answer, is how can we use data to better drive decisions. Um, and so really what, where I'm getting with that is that, you know, they know they want to come to life. They know they want to do PR or they've heard they should do social media better, or maybe they've started with digital marketing and feel like they just need the power of an agency behind it. Um, you know, really whatever is that catalyst for choosing to partner with us. The biggest problem we help them solve is helping connect what you think you should be doing with real data, real tangible, actionable insights that help you make informed decisions. So you can look at social media or paid ads, or or there's plenty of tools for public relations that help you see um, who you're getting in front of, 
how many shares you're getting, what what's the action people are taking once they see that article or that social post and going to your website and just drilling down. Um, and I think helping them understand that there's real tangible takeaways and data that can help them make better business decisions. And we're not just like throwing things at a wall to see what stick. Even, even branding, right? Like we're not just like deciding like, hey, these colors look good together. We're really grounded in this and what like we're the competitors are doing, the audiences are saying, doing share voice, what the people are saying. And, and with that information, it helps us really help them build their business and drive their business even further based on real data and real information. Is it hard to focus on data without becoming overwhelmed? Um, like, how do you walk that well, line? Yeah. Yeah. For me, no, <laughs> but <laughs> more fair. because, more because, uh, not because I'm like some elite, like data person, but more just because I could, I could really go down a rabbit hole and right. I find it fascinating <laughs> like, yeah. the way you could like segment audiences and like, and really get into the nuance, which, you know, to your point can be overwhelming if that doesn't excite you. Yeah. Um, and so it's our job to make marketing simple. Um, so the information that we share and we pull with you is distilling a lot of this really hard data, a lot of this really complex information and making a simple takeaway. Um, and one of the questions we get across clients is, so what does this mean? Mm -hmm. Um, and one of the things that we implement with every single monthly reporting is something that says the takeaway and the key learning. And what is the action item of that? So it eliminates some of that uh, gray area of it being too complex. We say, hey, this is what we're seeing from the data. This is what it means. This is what we should do about it. And when you get really to simplified terms, it makes it really easy to digest uh, for, for clients. Yeah. It's our job to make marketing simple. That's great. Exactly. exactly. That's almost sounds like a mission statement right there. Yeah. <laughs> so... So Meg, I've got one one big question to end with in just a moment here, but I want to make sure that everybody who is enjoying the episode uh, can learn more about you, connect with you. Where do you send folks for you or for Hackett Brand uh, Agency? Yeah, so for Hackett Brand, you can find us at hackettbrand.com. That's H-A-C-K-E-T-T-2-T's brand.com. Um, we're also on Facebook with the same and LinkedIn. Uh, so Hackett Brand Consulting on both of those. And then to follow me, I go by Meg Prez. Uh, I have a sneaky J in my last name. So I've simplified my own handles. So on Instagram, Meg Prez, um, Facebook, the same and, and LinkedIn, the same. Excellent. Easy to find. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, and Hackett Brand Consulting has a great website. I, I love the uh, pineapple. Uh, big fan of that. So go check out the website. Um, so Meg, uh, is there anything that you've learned over the years or advice that you've heard that seems counterintuitive at first, but has that massive impact to use your word on a business once you've embraced it? Um, you know, that's a really good question, but I, what I think is it's something I learned really early on um, from a mentor of mine when I was just an intern. Um, so, I mean, I'm talking like 15 years ago <laughs> at this point, like, yeah. um, and, and I was all bright and shiny eyed and I like give him my resume and, and he just is like, I don't need your resume. I hire for fit. And what he said to me was, you can teach people a job. You can't teach people personality. 
And you may be thinking like, what does this have to do with business? We want the best type of people. Um, But what I think is that every brand has people behind it and they're trying to reach the people. And for us, it's really about humanizing that aspect, right? Our clients aren't clients, they're partners. We treat their budgets as our own budgets and, and we're really humans with them. Um, so if they're having a bad moment, like we recognize that and, and we see how we can help more than just checking some boxes off a scope of work. Um, and I think that there's truth to kind of that early lesson that I had when I was just a teenager in college <laughs> where I'm like learning about, yeah, you know, that this is true. Like you, you have to have compassion and empathy in business and that kindness wins and, and it sounds cheesy in a way, but that personality aspect can go a long way. And it helps you also think about um, every aspect from the customer to the client, to the types of people you hire mm-hmm. and really making it personal and about hiring, having the right fit um, for teams and making sure the audience you're talking to is the right audience too, because not everybody is that right fit for you. And that's okay too. Good stuff. Meg Praisner with Hackett Brand Consulting. Meg, thank you so much for being a part of Agency Rockstars. Uh, Listeners, go check her out for sure. Thanks, Meg. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Agency Rockstars podcast. If you're an agency owner who would like to appear in this podcast, please visit legendaryleadgen.com slash podcast slash apply. Also, if you found this episode valuable, I would really appreciate you sharing it on social media. Even just a quick screenshot of the episode showing on your phone shared to social media would be great. If you truly enjoyed the episode, we'd also really love a rating in your favorite podcast player. Please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button so you won't miss any of our upcoming episodes. Thanks again for listening. I'm Dana Lindahl, and if you want to connect, you can find me on LinkedIn. You can also find more information about everything we're currently doing at legendaryleadgen.com. Thanks for listening, and hope to hear from you soon.